the Spirit of Jazz podcast, where music dances with mystery, with your hosts, Bill Carter and Jeff Kellum. Hey, welcome to the Spirit of Jazz. This is Bill Carter. And I'm Jeff Kellum over a piece of chocolate pie. That's right. We're sitting in our favorite little diner having uh, lunch and a, a little bit of dessert. And you know why we're doing that? I know why we're doing it, because we, we need to fill some time here, because we have a, a second part of our interview with Matt Wilson. Yeah, it was so good the first time, and he had so much to say. Uh, we thought that we'd let you hear that conversation. Uh, we're going to pick it up where, where Jeff was asking Matt, so what is going on in your head while you're playing jazz? So let's, let's see what he has to say. One of the other things that we talked about was how much you think while you're performing. I was talking about body, mind, and spirit with the mind part. Um, I just wonder, as, as other players are improvising and it's, it's almost your turn, are you anxious? Are you um, trying to figure out what you're going to do? Or is this really just you're letting it go? It's, it's definitely a combination of all the above. I mean, I think the thinking is probably the least of it. You know, sometimes a thought can welcome a new direction, but I don't dwell. I mean, I don't try to plan anything out. It's always a disaster if you do. <laughs> and it just seems kind of fake. And I don't mean it's a strong word, but at the same time, it's like a yoga class or whatever, where you, you, they always say, if you have the thought, just dance with it, let it go. Don't fret over. So if you do get an idea, sometimes a, an idea can open a door or I, or, or I may give myself a limitation. You know, I may say, okay, I'm going to improvise with my hands here. And that challenge of that limitation or, or whatever may welcomes me into a different zone. There are times where the thought does happen, but I don't really plan anything out per se. Yeah. Well, it's another form of what your father told you about necessity. You know, if you just have a little bit to go with, what do you do with that? Yeah. Like there are times, you know, the Racing Music Orchestra with Charlie Haynes, a great group that I was fortunate to get to play in for many years. There was a a arrangement of America the Beautiful that Carla Blade did, and there was a solo section for me in there. And and I always really tried to do something different that would just kind of freak out the band or whatever. So one night we were playing in Los Angeles. We were playing at a rock club somewhere in Los Angeles. I can't remember the name of the place. And uh, they had uh, two doors. They had a like an entrance and an exit or or just two doors like kind of you know spread apart but close to each other. So during this, I, I, I had a, a strap from my bag, carry-on bag. I put it on the snare drum and I marched the audience out through the exit and then back through the entrance and then back in the club. <laughs> and when I, when I came back in, I thought, okay, this is probably it. You know, it was a good <laughs> run. You know, I thought, okay, Charlie would be cool, but you know, okay. I wouldn't be surprised. I look back after I look back, I sit back down, I put the drum on the stand, I'm playing, setting up. We go into skies of America, the great Ornette Col- Coleman composition. You go into that. I look back at Charlie and Charlie goes, <laughs> so you know and he was always kind of wanting me to repeat some things i said charlie I, I won't i won't do that again i mean it's kind of one of my goals is not to you know so i mean i think part of it too is just you know disarming people i mean the jazz performances can get for music that's not supposed to be predictable can get pretty predictable mm-hmm. so you know sometimes all oh, solo orders or you know lengths of tunes or whatever right, right. We, you know so it's when, when we hear some people that 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 really do stir it up it's it's always great 
No, it's in the moment and you can't repeat the moment. No, no, you can't. You know, it's like, yeah, you just keep going, you know, and you need, and you, you know, that you get to do it another day and you, you know, you just, you just keep ex- exploring. And, but I have to say, it never ceases to amaze me what can go down. I mean, it's still, it, it's still thrilling to like, wow, this can, this can happen. You know, and I don't take it, you know, I don't, you know, you're never too cool for school to like, like oh, well, here we go again. It's not here we go again. This is like every time it can be, you know, very, very unique. So that's something too, is to really welcome that and celebrate it, you know, celebrate like, wow, that was a nice, those were nice moments. Now we get to do it again, you know, tomorrow. We can't relive that by any means. So how do you prepare for that moment? Do you have like little rituals you go through? Do you turn off the lights, light a candle? I mean, what do you do? (laughs) No, I don't really have anything like that. Bill, because then if it doesn't happen, then you're, that's again, getting back to the no expectations, no disappointments. I can eat before a gig or not. I can, I can wear heeled shoes. I can wear flat soles. I don't really have anything that I have to have. I do know that I do turn on like a performance thing. Like when I, if I, I may be backstage and I, and I, and when I walk, you know, when I walk out there, okay, now it's, now we're getting into that zone. But I mean, I think I kind of live it all the time. I mean, to me, this music is, you're kind of always, we're always improvising. So, you know, that's the fun thing about being on the road. It's just the fun and the jokes and the hassling people and, and coming up with, lang- you know, after a while, you know, you guys have traveled with musicians. You kind of, you have your own language after a few days, right. you know, things, bits that you've come up with or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you're, you know, people feel like they're on the outside a little bit because you're in this insular thing, but it's, that's kind of fun part of it too. Yeah. You know, thrilling yeah. part of it. It's fun. Yeah. Jeff was telling me about the cruise and he said, you know, one of the things that uh, kind of struck him is the musicians blended in with, with the civilians. And I said, well, sure they do. Of course they yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, you know, nobody is more, you know, we get up there and do this. This is, you know, it's what it is. Yeah. Everybody does something, you know what I mean? That's the thing, right? Everybody has something they offer and we have, we have that kind of, again, it's getting back to that respect of, of being felt and heard. You know, I mean, if you're a teacher or a cook or a mechanic or whatever, you know, that feeling that, you know, and I think if we, if we welcome that more into uh, as human beings and into, into how we interact and how we deal, then I think mm-hmm. it will make, you know, yeah. help make the world a little bit of a better place. You know, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So was uh, Eddie Allen's brother, is that Carl Allen? Yeah, Carl Allen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when he met with the students um, following a, a brief performance, uh, he did a workshop and he talked about the, the stage being such a sacred place for him that uh, he would go to a concert and he'd want to communicate with somebody on the stage. But he said, I would never go up on that stage. I would wait till the performance was over and they came off the stage. He said, I just don't want to invade that, that space. No. Um, you know, it's when you mentioned going on the stage before a performance, you're kind of, now you're getting into it. So it is a special, uh, special thing. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things I missed, I think I, one of the things I missed during the pandemic was just to be perfectly honest was show business. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> just the prep, you know, getting dressed. I love all that part of it. I love setting up the, the way the stage looks, the way, so I, I think that's why one of the re- maybe one of the reasons musicians have been conscious of you know clothing or whatever you know we want to have a want to create this other world you know for us to be in and then we do we do get to 
go and do that. And which is a, a, a nice thing to, to have happen. You know I mean? It's a really nice escape and, or a nice, I don't, I don't use that word anymore. I don't think it's an escape at all. It's, it's like a welcoming into a, a zone that just right. like anything, you know, it's not, a, I'm not leaving. I'm not doing it to get away from things. I'm doing it to open up what I'm already doing, you know? And again, it's not, it's not, it's not that different than that way all the time. Some people have real things. I respect what, what everybody had. You know, I just read the Sonny Rollins biography, you know, I mean, Mr. Rollins played between the, from the soundtrack all the way up to the gig. And he was playing like for hours up, you know, just basically just kept going, you know, yeah. Ernie Watts, I know is kind, is kind of similar to that in a way, you know, other people, they, when they start, they, when they're walking out to the gig, that's when they start. So, you know, there's all these different, yeah, different yeah. ways to approach it. And I respect them all. It's very nice. Well, I think every musician, every creative person has to figure out what works best for them. Yeah. It's usually what works best for them in that occasion. I mean, I think it was perhaps we, we brought up Adrian earlier, and then we had a, another great minister at the First Presbyterian Church of Baldwin right after that named uh, Adam Fisher. Now he's down south. Very good. And he came to a few things, and you know, two gigs in town. He read one of the Sandberg poems one night. He was just thrilled that he was a part of it. You know, he was up there yeah. with the jazz band. He talked about it in church. I'm up there with the band, you know? Yeah. But he, he just, you know, they both just said, wow, you know, to them, that's really what this is all about. I mean, Really, those just channeling it from the moment and welcoming it is probably religion and personified, right? You know, right oh, there before you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. much so. So, I mean, you know, that that kind of getting out of the way kind of aspect of welcoming. Well, good. and it's spiritual power um, in you know brought to this assembly of people, this particular gathering. I mean, I, I yeah. find that as a preacher. Uh, I mean, sometimes it falls flat. Well, why does it fall flat? Well, I'm trying to be impressive. Every one of my words in this sentence starts with the letter P, you know, and it's just dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is funny because Adam was getting ready to, maybe I was, I'm still on session or maybe I was leaving session or something at that point. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and Adam was still there. And, and, uh, and he was like, oh yeah, Matt, you know, out for some unpredictability to the service sometimes, you know, if he's playing or whatever. And then I, I mentioned about him, I, you know, sometimes Adam's sermons are most of the time are really great. Sometimes one of there's one every once in a while that you know it's like, it's like a solo you know he's trying it's not so I'd rather have I'd rather have one every once in a while be like hmm, then then they all be nice you know right. is it is it one time I was I was with uh, Charlie Colhase's group and Charlie is great baritone and alto saxophones from Boston we were the Eagle orchestra together and then I was in his groups and we were playing a concert once and these two older women were leaving the concert it was at a library and one of them said. I really enjoyed that. And the other one said, I hated it. <laughs> and so we thought, well, that's kind of a cool conversation, right? Because then if they, if it was nice, they wouldn't have talked about it. Yeah. Right. right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But when sometimes when something challenges us and we don't like it, it may get, be more of an edge. That's why you, that's why we can never ever assume or make the decision about what people are going to want to hear or not. If you if you're honest, then that's gonna be that's the best thing that you can do. You can't go out and try to customize something for someone. I don't change what it is at all. You know, if it's Norfolk, Nebraska, or if it's New York, or if it's I never change. Yeah. Don't think, oh, these people aren't gonna, you know, don't ever assume that anybody because they may get it more than the educated audiences. I don't really like those people anyway. I like I like people who just want to come and experience something. So that's why, you know, you just if you go out and if you're honest and clear and 
offer it with grace, then you, you, you have a pretty good chance of reaching some people. Yeah, again, they may not like every part of it. That's not the point. Point is to challenge them, you know, and they may walk away and go, hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know about that, but it made me think, you know, without alien, you're not going out to do it to, to alien. It's not the point. If you're honest, you just go out and do what you do, then, you know, it's going to have, that's why, that's why I always love, I was just bringing that up the other day to some students, like the beauty of someone like Max Roach, for example, you know, one of our great American musicians, you know, black American musician of the highest order of, uh, you know, he, he, he would talk about when I was younger interviews where he'd say, you know, if somebody is, if they, what they do, if they do it at such a high level, it doesn't matter the genre, you know, and it, it could be Charlie Parker, it could be Willie Nelson. He said it could be Pavarotti. You know, you know, when someone has that level of what they do and he was such a, 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 a you could tell he was such a conduit for that and welcoming that kind of right. spirit. So, you know, I admire those kind of folks, you know, they're always searching, always trying different things. Always showing up. Yeah. Always showing. I mean, Max showed up, you know, and he was very thoughtful and he, Mr. Roach was amazing at that. So I've always been more about that, about the, about the experience than the actual, whether or not I played well, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I think after a while, it's, it's more about the overall thing than my personal prowess on the instrument. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, we still work on that to get to the level, but I like the aspect of the music. As a matter of fact, I have these t-shirts I found and I gave away gave it Christmas, which is, that's a horrible idea. What time? It's kind of <laughs> one of my, you know, Jeff Letter and I is one of our things. Is the, now the challenge is the, is, is the project. We know the music, we know the musicians, but it's to come up with the, the event, you know, and say, okay, you know, or my mom used to say program. Well, that was such a good program they put on work. And it's so funny now, I use these same words. You know, mom, it's a gig. You know, we're not doing it. But it's a program, you know. <laughs> put together a nice program of music. Sure. I've ever said it to Lovato one time. I said, John, man, it was a nice program. Like, I sound like, like my mom, you know. <laughs> but it was cool. Like, a nice program. Like, okay, nice. So it all ties in together. Yeah. yeah. Well, Matt Wilson, uh, thanks for showing up today. Uh, oh, what are you talking about? I mean, this is, this is great. We had a great, we had a, a great rehearsal, and I'm glad that uh, the performance now has <laughs> lived up to what I told Bill that Billing would be. <laughs> exactly. All right, gentlemen, have a great one. Hey, thank and, you. Uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Okay. Hey, See thanks. You. See ya. Okay. See you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Spirit of Jazz podcast. This is a production of Presby Bop Music. To find out more about Presby Bop, our music, concerts, and recordings, please explore our website at www.presbybop.com. And send us a note telling us what you think about the Spirit of Jazz. We'd love to hear from you. Check in with us again next time. I'm Jeff Kellum. And I'm Bill Carter. Thanks for tuning in.